When the snow starts to fly in Colorado, skiers get giddy with excitement, and others hunker down waiting for spring. But for Chris Brewer, it's showtime. He's a plow driver for the Colorado Department of Transportation, or CDOT, and he's letting us ride along in his vehicle. And as luck would have it, we're in the middle of a sizable snowstorm. Westbound at the 259, getting on I-70, and it's snowing moderately. We've had crews out for the last 48 hours, and uh, our road conditions are pretty good. As the lead of his patrol, Chris is communicating with six other trucks who are working in tandem to maintain this segment of highway in the foothills above Denver. And we're not putting anything down. We're specifically just clearing the road surface? Correct, right now. All we use material for is traction, and to get the pack off the road. That's what we don't want on the road. We're traveling in the right lane and cars are passing us on the left. At this point, the road is now clear down to the pavement. So Chris will have the truck apply a liquid product to prevent the next round of snow from sticking. Right now I'm shooting out of my left sprayer and my center sprayer. I'm shooting the left lane and the center lane at the same time. Now watch. These people will drive right through the middle of it. They don't care if it hits their car. It is magnesium chloride. The state of Colorado, along with most states in cold climates, do a balancing act of what chemicals to put down on roads to keep drivers safe, but reduce the impact on the environment. Magnesium chloride, in our opinion, was the lesser of the three evils that we had to choose from. That's Dave Weeder, maintenance and operations branch manager. Before we went out with the plows, we met him at CDOT headquarters in Denver, and he showed us a PowerPoint presentation that lays out the pros and cons of three chlorides commonly used for snow removal. These three products, the lowest is sodium chloride, common table salt, rock salt. Mag chloride has the benefit of being able to melt ice at lower temperatures, has potentially lower impacts on the environment, and is less corrosive than rock salt, so it gives CDOT more bang for the buck. And you can see that the magnesium chloride clearly outperforms everything. So being good stewards of the taxpayer dollars, we went with the magnesium chloride. But in the eyes of many industry watchers, chlorides are economical only if you're looking at purchase price. There are indirect costs, such as corrosion to bridges and cars, and the longer-term costs to remove or remediate salts that accumulate in surface and groundwater. According to a scientist who studied these issues, as human beings, our attention is too focused on the short term. If we look at a longer time window, our grandchildren will be drinking much saltier water. That's Jean Minxi. He's the assistant director of the Center for Environmentally Sustainable Transportation in Cold Climates, also known as CSTIC. His group is trying to find more sustainable products to put on our roads. These chlorides, they are not degrading. They stay in the environment, and eventually at least half of them goes down to your groundwater and aquifer and stay there. And there's no turning back because we'll keep adding more, and they're very difficult to remove. And this problem isn't confined to Colorado. Road salts are used in 30 states across the country, and for good reason. They reduce traffic accidents by a whopping 87%. And according to the American Highway Users Alliance, in some snowbelt states, the daily economic cost of road closures can reach as high as 300 to $700 million. Even slowed traffic causes economic damage, so salts 
with their negative consequences do keep people safe, communities mobile, and businesses humming. But what is clearly a good winter solution is creating a year-round problem. Several studies, including one from the USGS just a few months ago, suggest that chlorides infiltrate groundwater during the winter and are slowly being released into streams throughout the year. That means that long after the snow has melted, the impacts of treating roads is getting into high gear. What's more, Steve Corsi, who led the USGS study, said that at many of the streams, concentrations have now exceeded those that are harmful to aquatic life. And maybe impacting human health, too. In many cities across the Midwest and on the East Coast, drinking water wells are steadily becoming more salty. While chloride isn't toxic to humans, if you're on a low-sodium diet, you might be consuming more salt than you realize. So what to do about this snowball effect? Dr. Shi says there are two ways forward. The first is to incorporate agricultural products as additives. Things like beet juice or leftover cheese brine that can make salts more powerful yet less corrosive. There are even tests underway to use winery byproducts. And then there's the potent idea of using barley residue from vodka distilleries. If less is more when it comes to salts, Dr. Shi says the second thing to do is add technology to make de-icing more precise. Cities are using systems that integrate weather data and road sensors to help drivers know what to put down and when. New smart snowplows not only read temperature, but also measure the residual salt from previous applications, helping operators apply less in later runs. 35 Adam, go ahead. Back in the truck with Chris, he's showing us his dashboard full of knobs, buttons, and computer screens. I've got a sensor on my truck that reads ambient temperature and then road temp. We're driving in a diagonal formation across all three lanes of the highway, and an SUV comes alongside of the truck and nearly strikes us, trying to pass between two plows. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! That I'm amazed he made it through there. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, he was close. He probably came within two feet of both of our plows. Yeah. I'm glad you got to see that because uh, down the road, I've seen it many times. The car that's gone around me is in the ditch or upside down. So although highway departments are committed to making our roads safer and protecting the environment, there will always be an impatient few making that mission more challenging. Reporting from Interstate 70 in the Rocky Mountains, I'm Franny Halperin. And I'm Jamie Sudler, and you're listening to H2O Radio.